You're listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast, conversations between girlfriends who have the knowledge and information to educate and empower you before, during, and after a divorce. We are here to remind you that you're grown and you got this. Thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cook. Today, I want to talk about setbacks and defeat while you're going through a divorce. Oftentimes, we think of the divorce process as a win or lose. And I want to say out the gate, there is no win or lose. That's a real adversarial mindset. However, there are times during the process when Things are not necessarily going your way and you feel as though there are certain setbacks. Those can look like legal complications or emotional distress, financial challenges, issues with your children, things that, you know, normally wouldn't otherwise be a problem, but for some reason you feel like you've hit a real bump in the road or a detour, or you really can't figure out how to kind of move past whatever that issue is. I can tell you as somebody who has spent a career kind of explaining certain setbacks or feelings of quote defeat to clients, I know that it's not easy, one, certainly not easy to deliver, but Definitely not easy to receive the information that is not otherwise great, but there is hope and there is a way to get around that feeling of defeat or feeling as though this setback is insurmountable. So I want to walk through a couple of things um, to help you as you go through the process and understanding that all is not lost and you can still, you know, persevere and, and move forward. So first is really kind of understanding the setback. I want to set the stage because usually this happens in the litigation process. So our traditional court process where you have put forth your evidence or testimony or you have filed a document and the other side has responded and you go before the court or you receive um, the court's ruling or order and it is not what you expected. This happens and it happens for a number of reasons. First, think about the petition or the motion um, that you filed and the basis or reasoning behind the filing. There are some times where we file things for strategy purpose alone, knowing that it's a very slim chance. There are other times where, you know, you really feel strongly about an issue and maybe it's not necessarily a legal issue. It's more of an emotional issue. Um or an ethical issue. And so the reasoning or the ruling behind reminds us that, in fact, this is not a legal issue. There are other reasons that you received, um, you know, the result that you had otherwise not hoped for or didn't expect to receive. Sometimes it is the judge. They just didn't feel as though you had put forth the necessary evidence or information or that the law didn't align or maybe they didn't understand. If that is in fact the case and you have concerns about 
whether or not the judge really understood the underlying issues or what you were trying to bring forth, then I want you to really sit down and go through their order or their analysis. And I'm assuming that you would have some sort of understanding. Sometimes you don't. So if you don't, that's okay too. What you can do is talk to your lawyer and have them help you understand the judge's explanation or reasoning. Your lawyer may also be thinking about how to appeal the decision, how to otherwise go back to the court for further explanation and analysis. So sometimes all is not lost, but maybe it is. Maybe this just wasn't your day and that's okay too. I've spent a lot of time saying to clients, it's not about the battle, it's about the war. And I know this is not intending to be a war, but for argument's sake, what it means is that you don't always win the small things. You have to look at the bigger picture. Go back and look at your goals. What is your, what are your end goals? What are you really trying to accomplish? And so maybe you didn't get what you wanted today, but it helps move the overall case forward. It's really important to keep that in mind and keep that in perspective. So you want to understand the setbacks, but in understanding the setbacks, you want to have a plan to move forward. And that plan does not include just sitting in the setback and rehashing and going back and trying to, you know, do the proverbial beat a dead horse. You have to move on. So cry over it smash, um, you know, a damn it doll or throw an old plate against the wall. Mind you, don't do that around children or your ex or frankly, anywhere that somebody could then think it was directed at them. But get that energy out in whatever way that you can. And then let's put our big girl panties on and let's move forward. Let's understand the setback, but then let's make a plan to move forward. Our next focus area is really embracing resilience. Resilience is crucial when facing setbacks. You know, it's about recognizing and acknowledging the difficulty, but choosing to move forward despite them. You can't do this alone. And so I want to be very clear in saying you have to seek out a support system, whether that's friends, family, therapists, to help you build and maintain resilience. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you know this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And there will be times where you are exhausted, where you are worn down, where you are frustrated and overwhelmed. And you need somebody else to help push you along, to allow you to continue to be resilient during those times. So finding and surrounding yourself with a really good support system and community really can help you keep moving forward. And so those setbacks don't keep you in that same space. By extension, in our next step in thinking about how we move forward and address setbacks, it comes down to self-care and our self-care strategies. Now, I know that self-care can be one of these kind of trending topics or buzzwords, but in the context of divorce, self-care 
is often neglected, especially during challenging times, but it really is essential for managing setbacks or feeling as if you've been defeated. Engage in activities that bring you joy, that bring you peace, that give some distraction to the overall process. This can be exercise, meditation, hobbies, spending time with loved ones, travel, something that reminds you that this divorce isn't the end-all be-all, that this is only a chapter in your book of life and you will get through it. Yes, there are times in this process where you just are having a bad kind of go of it or a string of decisions that just aren't going your way. Taking a moment and really centering and grounding yourself so that you can continue to be resilient, you can continue to push forward and move forward really can make a difference. I do want to just briefly speak to having kind of that string of defeat or feeling as though it's just a never ending cycle of no's or that people aren't understanding what you are trying to communicate. I want you to assess where the disconnect may be. If you are working with a lawyer and you believe that they are not hearing you or understanding you or representing you in the best way possible, now is a good time to change course. Don't wait until the final judgment or well after to then say, I had the worst lawyer ever. Make a change sooner rather than later. This is also why the very beginning, I always recommend you meet with and interview several lawyers so that you can really kind of try out different people and really get a feel for, is this person really right for me? However, even if you've done that and you have, you know, started to work with somebody that just didn't do what you thought they were going to do, then realistically, making a change is okay. But here's the thing. If you are now on lawyer number three or four or anything beyond that, the common denominator may be you. And I want you to really take a really hard look at how you are engaging in the process, how you are interacting with lawyers and the court, what your expectations are, because most people can find a good lawyer to help them navigate this process with maybe one or two changes. But when we start seeing kind of change after change after change in the lawyer, that's a red flag that there is something happening with the client. Maybe they are not yet ready to actively and maturely participate in the legal process. So be honest with yourself about what's really happening when you are uh, thinking about the issues that you're facing in kind of the long string of no's or feeling as though there's an issue on defeat. The other thing to consider and think about is the process by which you're engaging in. If you're in mediation and it doesn't seem to be um, going in the way that you had anticipated, speak with the mediator, ask questions. Maybe you should consider attorney-assisted mediation. If you find that mediation really isn't serving the purpose that you thought it would, you can always go the traditional litigation route, 
filing a motion. There's all kinds of options to change course. Even if you are litigating, maybe now consider mediation. So if you feel as though you are hitting a string of no's or things are just not going in the way that you had anticipated, regroup, change course, and proceed. In order to do that, though, you have to be grounded. You have to sit with yourself. You have to be taking care of yourself to be able to clearly think through those type of decisions. What's really important through all of this is understanding that you have to learn how to adapt to change. Going through a divorce is all about the transition, right? We're going from one household to two households, especially if we're talking about parenting matters. If there are no parenting matters and we're just exclusively dealing with finances, it is a transition from going from a partnership into your own individual lives. And that takes time, right? So give yourself grace but recognize that adapting to change is really important. Setbacks can force us though to adapt our plans and flexibility is key. We have to understand that change is a constant in our lives and that is true in the divorce process as well. So there may be times where you have to adjust your expectations, be open to new possibilities, think outside the box, lean into problem solving, and be open to adapting to the changes that are around you. That way you can kind of release those feelings of defeat or feeling as something is a setback. I know this is really true when it deals with parenting matters. Sometimes clients feel very tied to, these are the traditions that we've always done. This is our day-to-day routine. This is how it's been. This is the status quo. And I've gently reminded them and I remind you, things are changing and change isn't bad. So find ways to Celebrate the old, but welcome in the new. This gives you an opportunity to do new and great and wonderful things with your children, to expand in a way for yourself individually that maybe you haven't been able to do during the course of your marriage. Open up yourself to the new possibilities that are before you as you're adapting to the change in your marital status and in the process. I cannot stress enough the importance of seeking professional help, especially when we're feeling as though we are heading against defeat and setbacks. Consider working with a lawyer or a mediator, a divorce coach, or some other professional if you are not already doing so. Have them put their strategic had on and help you think about how your case has been going and where you would like to see it. I also think it's helpful to ask your lawyer if they work in a law firm and have other partners, if they're open to having some of their other partners maybe brainstorm or help the three of you think outside the box. 
change course. As lawyers, we in many ways like to be collaborative, and that can help with the strategy and direction of a case. None of us are perfect. And so getting fresh eyes, fresh perspective can help. So working as a collective and a team can really help, but getting that professional guidance. The same is true with working with a therapist. If you're not yet working with a therapist, I really encourage you to find someone to work with to help you sort out everything that is going on in your life and in the process to really help you as you navigate this transition, but also to address those feelings of defeat or setback. It can really make a difference in how you show up for yourself and how you show up in the process. Navigating setbacks is really important, especially to the overall outcome of your case. Being an effective and present and engaged client is one who recognizes the setbacks before them, sits with how to proceed best for themselves, and then makes a plan to move forward. Working with a professional can really help help you help yourself. And finally, I want to really think about the idea of reframing defeat. It's so important to reframe our perspective on defeat. You know, instead of viewing setbacks as failures, see them as opportunities for growth and for learning. I heard this great phrase that, you know, obstacles are really detours to the path that we were intended to get to. And so I often think about, you know, when I am feeling defeated or at a loss, I think about, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? And was this detour really helpful in helping me get to where I wanted to be? So taking that setback and changing the perspective and understanding that there's value to each setback, we can learn, we can grow, we're stronger uh, than we were. So let's reframe the defeat or the setback and let's see how we can grow and learn from and be even better in our process. There is hope and hope is so key to all of this. Setbacks can be very disheartening, they can be frustrating, but they do not define the process or who you are. Keep focused on your goals. Keep moving forward into your best life. Think about the positives. Think about all the great things that you have going on for you. There is hope for a new day. The light is at the end of the tunnel. Those are the things that are really going to carry you through. I know they will. I've seen it happen and I know you can do it. As always, thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. I want you to know that setbacks are a natural part of the divorce process, but they do not define your journey. Embrace resilience, practice self-care, self 
seek support, maintain hope, and get help as you navigate the setbacks and emerge even stronger. As always, I believe that sharing is caring. So please share this episode and any of our other episodes with your colleagues, your friends, or anybody else that you believe may need the support. Because our goal here is to make sure that we are all educated and empowered as we navigate this process. Thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. Remember, though you may be going through a difficult time, you're grown and you got this. Please be sure to tell your girlfriends about us. Follow us on Instagram at Grown Girl Divorce and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any new conversations. The conversations on this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to substitute working directly with a lawyer. These episodes are not to be used as a basis to support or defend any legal action and transcripts or recordings of the podcast may not be used for any purpose without the direct written permission of the podcast owner.